Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've gotten legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Welcome to the Clegg's Corner Podcast, featuring Picks from the Yard, where we pick all the hot soccer games and have a little football segment at the end. Hot soccer games. Give me me a break. That's our producer, Will. You show up a little bit late, they try to take over the show. Uh, This is Picks from the Yard, the podcast. We're in week eight of the NFL. We will have Clegg's Corner. We have a. uh, we have actually Will Clegg is sitting in this week. We had a little scheduling snafu, and uh, we expect uh, expert picks. I mean, he's so good at soccer. Let's see how he does at football. The real football. Trying I, to hijack the introduction, though. I don't know if that's a good start. No, he's been good. I like it. We need. To, we got to mix it up in some way. So I like having Will in here. He's been very good on uh, his soccer picks. So let him let him take a swing. Yeah, let's at some see football. if it translates to uh, American football. I don't know. That's I would right. say it's been bad luck, but since we had so many blowouts last week, it's not even. We need luck. We need uh, skill and luck maybe this week. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, returning, Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore. Um, yes, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, late Monday night, I felt like I needed a warm bath. <laughs> it was, oh, man, it was a rough week. It was a rough. And to end with that jet debacle. And it was a debacle. Yes, oh we all were gosh, seeing ghosts. Geez, it was Sammy, terrible. don't worry. It wasn't just you, buddy. Miserable. Returning, Bill Bon Vivant Lesko. Yeah, I had the same kind of weekend. Started Yankees Saturday, Giants Sunday, Jets Monday. It was a rough yeah. uh, for the local fans. It was not a good, not enjoyable sports weekend. And uh, and Will Will Clegg here for a double uh, double dose. You get him for the whole show. How are you feeling about the NFL card this week, buddy? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I've been uh, I've been betting like one game a week and doing pretty well. I have not had to choose three, so oh boy. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. The I feel pretty on. good. I feel pretty good. Well, well, we expect at least two and one. So uh, yeah, no no pressure here, buddy. But we but the guests have been carrying us, so you got to continue that tradition. Right. That's right. Um, as I uh, as I touched on our wonderful record last week, three and nine, that brings us to thirty three and fifty one overall. A Oof. bit of a mountain to climb to That's get rough. back That's rough. to winning, to get our money back. I should say, uh, I'm not sure I can offer any more excuses at this point. I went one and two. I won on Jacksonville. And I lost uh, two squeakers, the Giants and the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Total about 50-something points. Yeah. Really, really, really right in those. Nothing like the bet. At least you turn the game out after like the first quarter. You know it's a loser. Richard, 0-3, buddy. Houston Indy under, loser. And you had a couple of close ones, too, here. Duke oh, yeah, the Jets, the Jets were right in it. Terrible. Right? Yeah, yeah. Duke and the Jets, both terrible. The they under was both down like 28-0, I think, oh, at one man. point. man, miserable. <laughs> tough, tough. Our, uh, our guest, Tom Maloney, carried us 2-1. and one. He had a winner on Kansas City. New Orleans just keeps on winning, and uh, he lost on Seattle. 
And uh, Jim Dodge is uh, is taking another week off to lick his wounds. He uh, he lost on Oakland. He lost on his under in the Chargers Titans game, and then he thought he had he had a shot. He lost. San Fran was laying nine and a half. They won nine nothing. <laughs> lost that by half a point. <laughs> Quite an exciting You've game. You've got to outscore the spread. It's <laughs> a half point. He was none too pleased and said, uh, "Yeah, I'll see you in a couple weeks." He needed time off. He and and much much like the Jet fans, he ended you know with the Sunday night. Uh, a blowout loss to Dallas. So, but people out there who are worried about Dodge, Dodge is fine. He's fine. In no time, he'll be back to teasing down 10 point favorites. So, no, no worries. <laughs> don't, don't be concerned. The parlay was a uh, loser. It went one and two. So, we're 0 7 on the year. So, we got, uh, we got some work to do. We're at the, uh, we're at the midway point in the season, so we just got to do the opposite of what we did, plus a couple games, and uh, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get some money back. So we're trying to figure out which loss was worse, the Jets or the Giants. It's a little bit uh, tricky to, to dive into because, I mean, the Giants were supposed to win, but got beat to a, uh, I feel like a, you know, a far... A, a, one of the worst teams. One of the worst teams in the league who managed to win three in a row, I'm not sure. The Jets were supposed to lose, but not, you get completely dis, I mean... And on Monday night. Unwatchable. I could not. I, I couldn't, and I was trapped in Vermont with it. We had. We were on a little trip there, and I, I was stuck with a Patriots fan, just when I needed to be in, <laughs> out in the great outdoors. Torture and just getting rolled. But I mean, just both complete. Uh, the fans. Uh, you can't even talk about football this week. Yeah, the I don't Jets even... look like they didn't know. How, like the Giants made mistakes. The Jets looked like they couldn't play football. The, like Darnold looked like he'd never played before. It's just another like complete out coaching. By, uh, it's unbelievable, Belichick. I mean, just you know they're going to win the game, you know. But you hope the Jets are going to keep it close, and then he's just like, "This no, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to let you score this week." That's how good. I mean, it just you know, like the quarterback obviously was Mike. That was a side. Well, they're making a the bigger story out of it than it should be, but he was mic'd up, and uh, you know, he's he's quoted. <laughs> they they let slip in there that he was seeing ghosts because I guess he was completely befuddled. But like that's, co- I mean, that's coach's fault, part of it, right? It's not like. They want to rip the uh, the QB, but I, yeah. Belichick has done that time and again to young quarterbacks. Um, but it, it, what was disheartening? It was th- that game was really anticipated in a nice way, and a lot of people were on the Jets. Like a lot of like gamblers said, they had a good shot to not only cover but maybe to win the game outright. And right from the get go, the Patriots just marched down the field, stick it down their throats. And then uh, Darnold throws the, the the pick right away, and you know the, the Patriots are off and running, and they never look back. And it was just disheartening. As so a Jet pissed! Fan. It was great that it fell on my girlfriend's birthday too. By the way, they really did. <laughs> my singing of Happy Birthday maybe was thrown off a little bit, but uh, the the Giants are. I, I don't know what to make of them either. I, I love. I mean, these are those are. We both. Richard took the Jets last week. I took the Giants. I couldn't. I couldn't believe I was driving, and I'm finally like somebody checked the score at like one twenty. The Giants are down fourteen nothing. Well, it's at one twenty. My Sunday is ruined. I think I, the Giants' loss has got to be worse. I mean, you expect the Jets to lose to the Patriots, right? Maybe not as badly as they did, but the Giants. I mean, the Cardinals stink. They really stink, 
and the Giants should have been a little bit better, right? I, mean, uh, I, I, I was shocked by what, how that game got started. Yeah. And then just the Giants' defense isn't there. And they're, they're, the Cardinals do have an offense. I mean, the, Murray's been playing better. Not not against anyone, really, but he's, he's been playing better. I mean, I thought the Giants' deal looked good against the Patriots. So I was, like, not, you know, concerned. And they had a the couple extra days to pre- prepare. But it's it's tough being a fan around here. And uh, with the World Series uh, going on, minus the, the Yankees, uh, a lot of fans are. There are some Mets fans who might be a little, you know. Not distraught, but uh, you do like to see the local team go all the way. It's good for uh, you know the energy around here. But uh, Yankees are out first time. This drought's been a hundred years in the making. I think <laughs> this is the first time since the twenties they went a full decade without going to the World Series. That's wow. right. So we can uh, you know the Mets fans can enjoy this. Finally, one decade of my life without watching the Yankees in the World Series. I know the Nationals fans are very excited. Shout out to my brother David in D.C. He's a season ticket holder. He was at the stadium last night Red watching hot. the game so excited and they, they won the game one I mean I, I bet them to win the series Red Hot, I, they you know there were people. I guess it was talked that they might be cool, you know, because they were they were just rolling, and then you had the, the, the downtime. But they look like they just I, I don't know. I mean, I thought the American League all year was going to have it wrapped up, but I'm taking a contrarian view here because I still think the, the the Astros. I think now the Astros are a good bet. The fact that they lost Game One and they were a tough, resilient team. I don't see this as being a quick series. I think this is going to be a long series, and Washington's bullpen is shaky. And the Astros, you know, in game one kind of got into the bullpen a little bit and did some damage. And I, I think the Astros are a good bet. I mean, by the time you guys hear this, it'll game two will be over. But whether it's 1-1, even if it's 2-0 Washington, I would still bet, bet on the Astros at that point. I, uh, I would like to point out, if you, we, we, the, we, we picked four teams to uh, win the World Series, and we didn't mention this last week. We had three out of the f- three of them made the Final Four, so picks from the my, my, my Mets were the only ones that didn't. My pick actually was the only one that didn't quite get there <laughs> in a shocking development, but we had three of them. We had three of them, which is good. Dodge picked the Astros. Uh, Rick Collins picked Washington, which is, you got to admit, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. They were at long odds. We were and mocking him Dodge we were mocking a month him. into the season. We were texting right. his Relentless. Cow- Collins, the baseball guru, and uh, here he is, rose to the top. And he looks really good. I hope. I, I assume he actually bet it. If I bet it, I may hedge it now a little bit. I mean, a little bit because you get him this far. Yeah. And they were huge odds, but that's a good pick by him. Yeah, it was a good job by Collins. Much I hate to admit that in public. And the NBA got underway last night. A couple of uh, a couple games on. Actually, they were both both fairly uh, exciting. The, the both LA teams played, so that was uh, that was pretty awesome because they're both. They're the two favorites, I think, to win the whole thing. Yeah, I can't remember ever in any professional league where the two favorites to win the championship are both from the same city. So that's interesting. I I wouldn't bet either of them. I mean, we'll, we're going to have, a, I think, a future podcast where we'll get into the NBA a little bit more. But uh, I, I, I would fade both of those teams. But it's it's kind of exciting just to be out there and, and have two teams that, you know, look look pretty good. And this weekend God you got the— I'm not uh, football fans, so— <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, LA is a basketball city. It really is. You know, the the the, uh, and I bet you there's more excitement about them, even you know, than the Rams and certainly the Chargers. Yeah, they they're not they're not really they're not really packing that uh, the football stadium out there. And it, the the good news for uh, for the gamblers though, this is the rare weekend where you can do the four sport parlay. I uh, I love throwing one of these in every year. This weekend coming up, you're gonna have football, hockey, basketball, and baseball for a short. What what were they calling it, Richard? The sports is how do you pronounce it? Equinox, I the believe. Sports the sports equinox. equinox. It happens right not right this time of year. The one weekend where all four major sports are in play, and what, and Saturday you can throw college football in with the other three. Sunday you can put the NFL in, but it's it, you can get a lot of action going. It's great. 
and, and then soccer. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Is there another sport that we could throw in there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get a nice five-game parlay. Five, there you five, go. Five, five uh, sure, parlay. sure. I've attempted the uh, to, to win the sports equinox wager. I th- I'm probably about 0 for uh, 23 now. But every year I give it a shot. So we'll uh, we'll probably try to th- we'll throw one out there on Twitter. Right. Or, we'll uh, tweet something out. Because we can't really get into the, uh, the, the hockey and basketball lines for the weekend are not up yet. And away we go. Let's uh, let's try to get this back on track, guys. We're uh, we're we're overdue for a winning week. So I'm just gonna jump in and just you know what I'm doing. I give up. I'm taking the Patriots every week. Well, what am I a moron trying to figure these games out? You know, he's, this guy's unbelievable into rookie quarterbacks, which we touched on. They're playing Cleveland Baker Mayfield, who has been very, very shaky, and they're laying 13. But the spread—it doesn't seem to matter. It's, it's ridiculous. They just they're just covering every week. So I'm just give. I, I'm I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to root for them, but I mean, as well, if I got to watch them win, roll these teams every week. Their defense looks nasty. They just picked up another wide receiver from uh, Atlanta, Sanu. And I just, they're getting geared up. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's frustrating. So I may as well profit from it. Take the Pats, minus 13. If you can't beat them, join them. I, 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 uh, I like the Pats this week because I feel like with the young quarterback and the rookie head coach on the other side, who I don't oh, think the coaching he's a good coach. It's a big mismatch. The charts. And uh, I, uh, I, I do like the Pats. Um, all right, for my first pick, I'm going back to college. Come on. I'm going back to college. Richard. What what's that? I'm gonna. This is coming out of left field. But what's that movie about golf where the guy keeps putting the ball in the water, but he keeps oh, tin, trying the same tin, shot? Tin cup. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's I'm like that guy right now. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm keep, I'm gonna More do like it. Like Randy Dangerfield and back to school. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm taking Florida State. They're, I'm, and, and they're a favorite. You know, I'm more of an underdog type better, but I like Florida State as a favorite. They're given nine and a half. They uh they they won a couple of good games at home against ACC teams uh, three and four weeks ago. They covered both games. Then they got crushed by Clemson. They played at Wake Forest last week, and they were in that game. Depending what what you got the line at, you might have covered in that game. Wake Forest is good this year. Now they have Syracuse back at home, and Syracuse is not good this year. And I could see Florida State want, wanting to make a statement. That coach is a little bit on the hot seat. They asked the athletic director if he was interested in Urban Meyer, and he he <laughs> what was his quote? Statement. He, his statement his coach was, could get hit, hit by, by a bus. Yeah, he said my coach could get hit by a bus. And all and respect still, to uh, Urban Meyer, but I still wouldn't hire Urban Meyer. Right. My... What's kind of a disturbing, <laughs> strange thing to say, but uh, that putting that aside, I think the team is going to play for this guy, and I I see them coming up big against a, a, a Syracuse team that's not that good. So I say take Florida State. Uh, laying nine and a half. Okay, for my first pick, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Uh, like the, they had a tough loss last week against Indy. Uh, they've been playing well. They're playing the Raiders. who are on their fifth uh, straight oh, uh, road game. The Raiders have been game. on the road forever. They yeah. looked they looked like tuckered out last yeah. week. And they're going to be. I just think I think they're going to kill them. Uh, Houston, I just a way better team. Uh, the, the travel, the scheduling, really is a, is is ridiculous for Oakland. Like you can't. I mean, they they have to be exhausted. There's no. Uh, it's still it's still getting revenge on Al Davis. I think uh, NFL. All right, for my first pick, I'm gonna. I've learned from Dodge how to pick these games, guys. So uh, I'm going with a homer pick. Oh boy, Carolina Panthers. There baby. we go. See, it's that oh, easy. Yeah. You just bet your team every week. That's right. It would have been been. It's that's rolling for you actually. What's Dodge's record though? It's not. <laughs> it's not great. Sorry. Uh, so, all right, I do think Carolina is going to keep this game close against San Francisco. 
San Francisco obviously uh, only beat Washington 9-0 last week, which is... There are two I undefeated mean, teams in the league. One is the perennial favorite, New England Patriots. And the other is the... I mean, I know the Niners are good. I'm not... They're I'm not good. They, they're, and they've won pretty convincingly in most of these games. But yeah, Overdue I, for a loss. Yeah, I think so. Carolina's coming off a bye, I think, and... Uh, I mean, Carolina's been on, you know, on the rise all season ever since Cam Newton got hurt. Kyle Allen's looked great. McCaffrey's been amazing, and the defense has been very solid all along. So, I don't know if they're going to win outright. I mean, I definitely like them to keep this game really close, and they got a chance to win it outright. So, give me Carolina plus five and a half. I'm taking the Chargers plus four. They, uh, they're two and five, I believe. Their five losses have all been by one score, by threes and sevens. They're in every game. They lost a hard. They should have won. They had three chances to punch it in last week against Tennessee. Anyway, and, and they're going into Chicago, and the Bears are not. I felt they they did look a little dominant in a couple of their wins. But they, they, two of their wins are against Washington and Denver. They're three and three. They've had one quality win, I believe, it was against Lesko's Vikings, <laughs> and uh, they just they 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 look. I just Trubisky. I don't think don't think is very good. I know their D is nasty, but the Chargers have been in every game. Give me them plus four. Yeah, Chargers with points. <laughs> Chargers just to choke by three at the end or something like oh, that. Oh, Rivers like has lost so many heartbreaking games. It's unbelievable. <laughs> this has like gone on for years now. Right, How many games right. by just you know? Right, so. but they're not getting blown out, yeah. and 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 the Bears kind of look shaky now. So I I like the Chargers as a dog. Um, all right. For my second pick, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm picking the Jets again. I don't again. want to talk about oh, the Jets. I'm going back. I'm picking the Jets. I'm picking the Jets. I'm picking the Jets. My anger all I mean, year. they, you know, Belichick did a great job. Darnold didn't know what the heck he was doing, but now they're going down to Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville's been okay, but Jacksonville is not blowing out teams. Like Jacksonville's playing some close games. In, against Cincinnati last week, Cincinnati was in that game, um, and I, I don't see Jacksonville as the sort of team that is is is, is going to win big. And the Jets two weeks ago looked good against the Cowboys, and you have this thing where maybe people overreact. They got crushed on Monday night. They're terrible, terrible, Minor terrible. setback, right? But I I, <laughs> I, I, I think they're going to have a good week of practice, and I think they're going to come back strong. So I say take the Jets and uh, five and a half points. Uh, let me tell you, I was in, uh, as I mentioned before, I was in Vermont, and so I was at the supermarket with my Jets hat and sweatshirt on, and some kindly country folks, seemingly kindly gentlemen, approached, oh, oh you, got, you got your Jets stuff on. Pretty, pretty proud. I said, yeah, you know, I, I, it's been in my closet all year. I finally got the dust it off. I'm just completely not even thinking that I'm in. It was some smug Pats fan. Like, just, you know, just yeah, like those. Is there any other kind of Pats fan? Unbelievable. Can't I just wear my Jets gear in peace? I know you're going to win. It's fine. Yes, I was getting mocked in Vermont for my Jets uniform. Uh, my second pick is I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh Given six, they're playing Denver, who's, I think, a little better than they've played, but they, last week they didn't look good at all. No. Um, I think the Colts are probably one of maybe the most underrated team out there right now. Uh, Frank Reich's a great coach. Um, they're you know, solid. They built that team up for luck, and I know luck did shit, but like the, Brissett's very— <laughs> Well, people are comparing Brissett to what he did two years ago, but two years ago they didn't have that line. No. I think the last Two years ago, Brissett was the most sacked quarterback in the league. And this year, I think he's been sacked like a total like seven times. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, you're dealing with a whole different sort of set of things going on. I think, uh, Max, a good running back, and uh, I just think they're I just think they're a good solid team. Denver is definitely uh, slipping away. I, uh, and it's an early start. They got to travel uh, east. I always like that that other uh, level, uh, that other aspect of the game. 
All right, for my second pick, I'm going with the Thursday night action. Yes. Minnesota hosting the Redskins. I, Washington's terrible. I mean, they're just terrible. I don't know how they were hanging in there even against San Francisco. I mean, monsoon. It was a, there was yeah. a monsoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it would be a rainy season. Yeah, right. That's gonna, not going to be when happening. When they see Minnesota's Minnesota. defense, they're going to think the monsoon was a pleasant experience. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Washington's won one game against Miami, the yeah, absolute had worst team, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they almost didn't win that game. Right. I mean, that was a close game. I think it's Minnesota magic. is yeah. just going to blow them out. I mean, I think you couldn't make this line high enough. So it's minus 15 and a half, but give me the Vikings. Yeah, I'm very happy for someone else to pick my Vikings for me. But I think the, <laughs> I think the Vikings are just, with the way they, the sort of turmoil they had four weeks ago with everyone yelling at Cousins, now I think they... They're going to want to score they, when they can. They want they to build up the They were showing his numbers. It actually worked. He responded to that. <laughs> they should have yelled at him last year, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he did, yeah. And and they're good at home, and they're good against bad teams. And you have the, I mean, they're at home, and they're about against about the worst team in the league other and than Miami. Thursday night so. home. There's so many right. angles I, in this I game. Like it. I don't even mind laying all those points. Richard, I'm joining you. I'm going to. I'm going back to college this week. Also, come on like, in. I, uh, Here we go. I swore I wasn't going to. Uh, I, I believe I talked up Michigan this year before the season started. Uh, I, I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch my opinion on the uh, on them as I've watched this 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 mess unfold. No, Notre Dame's going in there. They're laying one point. I, I I'm sorry to do this to all those uh, Irish fans. I usually I love betting against them, but I'm taking Notre Dame. I just Michigan is just they're not good in big games this year, and I don't know what's happened with Harbaugh. I don't know if it's recruiting, but it is it's done. I, I I'm surprised they're one and two versus ranked teams. If they lose, or should I say, when they lose this week, <laughs> I I mean, what what do you do with them? Do you keep them as the coach? That's going to be interesting. There was a rumors going around. I think every year, I think the other coaches start him that uh, he's going to go back to the pros. But part of me is thinking like, first off, who's Who's looking for him? But he had literally. They said he was writing letters to recruits, saying that I'm staying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He feels pretty good. I mean, his one. They beat Iowa by seven. That was his only win against a ranked team. I just Notre Dame's got a lot. Got outside shot if they run the table, you know. And I think uh, Michigan's been underperforming all year. And Notre Dame is is solid. I think uh, I think Notre Dame's going to win this game pretty easily, actually. Yeah, whatever Harbaugh is doing, he doesn't get his team up for for big games like you think he should. And they, you know, they for for years they've struggled against in the Ohio State game, and this year they lost those two games that were big, you know, big time games. So you know, I I I like this pick, and and they're out of it now. They're not they don't have a shot at the national title no matter what they do. Whereas Notre Dame still has an outside shot. So I think it's a big game for Notre Dame to make a statement. All right, for my third pick. All right, bear with me. I'm taking Cincinnati. Are I'm taking, taking the Cincinnati all the worst Bengals. Teams in the league? I'm what taking the, the Bengals. Oh Here's the thing. Everyone thinks the Bengals are terrible. All right, I got some numbers. All right, I got some numbers. Oh, Here we boy. go. All right. So, if you mention uh, Boomer Esiason, I'm throwing your notes out the window. They went to Seattle. They lost by one point. All right. They went to Buffalo. They lost by four points. All right. And they went to Baltimore and they lost by six points. They're three and one against the spread on the road. They're terrible at home. They're a different team on the road. They're playing the Rams. The Rams, yeah, they had a, a big win against Atlanta, who is you know one of those terrible teams this year. But other than that, the Rams have struggled. Goff doesn't look the same. I see Cincinnati going into L.A. And by the way, L.A. is one of these teams that does not have a home field advantage, right? Because they, I mean, not that Cincinnati fans are going to show up, but the the city of L.A. is not really supporting the Rams. So I think L.A. is one of those teams that plays better on the road. 
I see Cincinnati going in there, and I know it's a big time contrarian pick. Everyone's going to be on. Yes, the, the Rams, especially Including thirteen people on this people show. look at thirteen and a half and they're like, oh, they're going to win by two touchdowns, right? And and I I look at it the opposite way. I think that puts even more people on the Rams, and I love it. Everyone uh, go like, on the Rams. I'm on the other side. I like the I angle fading the, the Rams more than I like playing up the Bengals. I think <laughs> I think the Rams are going to. I think yeah, feed up on bad teams. They, they, I hate the, to disagree. Cincinnati cannot stop pass rush, and the Rams have a pretty good one. I think. Fowler's going to be in the backfield so long. <laughs> They're going to have to like common law marriage that often. He's uh, <laughs> going to kill him. And they're traveling to L.A. There's no distractions I, out there for these players in uh, Los Angeles. We'll and 13 and a half still a lot. I'm with you, Richard. Thank like you. Well, yeah, when I, I like brought it. this up in pre-production, I had quite a bit of uh, uh, it was a, 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 a kind of brouhaha yes. at that point. But uh, I'm sticking with it. I, I say take the Bengals. For my third pick, since this is a Philly-free weekend with no Dodge, no Nick, no one, no one to pick Philly, I'm going to take Buffalo, yes. giving one and a half. <laughs> Buffalo's been good against the spread this year. Philly, I think, is two and five against the spread. And, and he guaranteed Philly, the guaranteed, coach guaranteed a win last week. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah but he didn't, didn't mention what team, though, right? Let me just, it's <laughs> tough for me to figure out. So the Jets beat Dallas, and then Dallas killed Philly. Yeah, so that's, that tells yeah, the week you to week in these things is crazy where, stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 the Philly. transitive property does not apply. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, oh, I like it. A little yeah. math. The transitive yeah. property. Yeah. 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 Just for you, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo's only given one and a half, and I think they're you know at home, and they're the better team. And it's, they're, they're, I just think it's a solid team. I like team. this play. Their defense is nasty. All right, for my last pick, I'm going back to the NFC South and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whoa. If you look at Tampa's schedule, they've had a pretty rough go of it so far. They played the Panthers twice. They played the Saints, played the Rams. They beat the Rams. I mean, they're 2-4, two and, two and four, right? It's not great, but I think that uh, they're better than their schedule's been showing, and they're playing against the Titans. And that's a team that's 3-4, and four, but they're just all over the place. You never know what you're going to get with these guys. They're they a mess. Just, they, they beat the Chargers, but the Chargers stink. They should have lost last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, there was a triple goal line stand. It was just uh, – they definitely should have lost last week. And Tennessee is not having a good season. Yeah, they're, 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 like you said, they're always up and down. You bet them one week. You know, they win, they lose, they win, they lose. It's... So you're getting two and a half with Tampa here, and I, mean, I think maybe even sprinkle a little on the money line. I don't know. I, don't I like it. I know. And that's, putting my money on James Swinston always is a, a tough call for me. <laughs> He'll have a couple of big games. Maybe uh, I think he's overdue. All right, the money line underdog parlay. Here we go. I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna use two of our uh, special guest Will Clegg's picks this week. Dangerous. I, uh, I like having him on. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna throw his. Uh, all his knowledge into this one. We're going to take his uh, Panthers and Buccaneers choices, and I'm going to throw the Chargers in there, and that pays a juicy 18-1. to Will cover us for the season on into the playoffs. I feel great about this one. Get involved. Will, what's up, buddy? It's just a weird. I don't, know, I don't know how to introduce you since you've been sitting across from me this whole time. It's uh, usually there's a big uh, hoopla. You enter. I don't the know. Room. Does Clegg's Corner even need an introduction? Clegg's Corner is become. <laughs> how close were we last week? Oh my gosh, so close! The 94th minute, Nine, extra time, unbelievable. Yeah, added time they call it, I guess. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, we had the we had the draw. It was one to one, and uh, and Aston Villa put one away to win it right at the death there. So. The two favorites came in. We would have had the parlay. We would have had all the wins. Everything. I mean, it would have been. It was such a good, yeah. great. Uh, Clegg is on fire here with the soccer. If you're stuff. betting the game straight up, you still made a tiny little bit of money through the two favorites coming in. So, um, 
All right, let's go to this week. I got three games for you. Saturday, 3 p.m., we're going to start off in the Spanish League. We've got, and then this is fun to say, Atletico Madrid versus Atletico Madrid. Athletic Club <laughs> de Bilbao. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what are these names? I, they're a lot of fun to say uh, and fun to watch, too. Atletico Madrid's a great team. Um, I've bet them away from home a couple times this year. Hasn't worked out for me very well. They're going to be home this week, and they're minus 150, so I'm digging it. That's the first pick. Now we're going to go to Sunday, 10 a.m. I got another draw in the Premier League for you. All this right. time it's Newcastle and Wolves. Now these are teams that are both kind of inconsistent this year, and I think that they're both going to be looking for like one point out of this game. No one's really going to be going for the win, and that's, that's a good setup for a draw here. It's only plus 210. A lot of the times uh, you'll see like plus 250, plus 275, even higher. I think probably the uh, bookmakers know that the draw is a good possibility here, and so I like it. And then finally, we've got Liverpool to beat Tottenham. That's Sunday at 12.30. Tottenham's been on a slide. Uh, they managed to get a win this week in the Champions League, but, I mean, they're in big trouble right now. And Liverpool just had a disappointing draw to Man United. I think they're going to come back looking for blood and just really beat up on this Tottenham team. I love the 12.30 Sunday start. So at the halfway point of the soccer, by 1.30 when all my 1 o'clocks are blowing up in my face, I yeah. can just click over and catch uh, catch the second half of this soccer match. Yeah, and, and reload if you want to on Liverpool because they're already going to be winning by that point. And, and uh, you know, bring, free you know, money. Get all that money back that, that, that might be flying out of my account in the early uh, NFL games. I like taking the two favorites and then the draw because like what happened last week, right? If the two favorites right come in, in you you. you you, you win a little money, and if the draw comes in, you win money, and if they all come in, you kill it. So I, I, I you know, I like this uh, combination you got. All right, so if you tie all three of those games together, it's uh, decent, juicy, plus six seventy seven. Nice, seven to one, buddy. I like it. All right, a quick uh, recap so you can jot down this week's winners. I'm taking the Patriots minus 13, the Chargers plus 4, Notre Dame minus 1. Richard's rolling with Florida State minus 9.5, the Jets <laughs> plus 5.5, and, a half, and the, uh, the Bengals plus 13.5. Will Clegg has Carolina plus 5.5, Minnesota minus 15.5, Tampa Bay plus 2.5, and, and Bill Lesko's going with Houston minus 6.5. Indy minus six and Buffalo minus one and a half. For the Moneyline Underdog Parlay, we're rolling with Carolina, the Los Angeles Chargers, and Tampa Bay. That pays a nice 18 to one. Clegg's Corner has Atletico Madrid, Newcastle Wolves in a draw, and Liverpool. And that pays a nice seven to one. We plugged all twelve of our picks into the uh, into the DraftKings app. We like to uh, do this. It's like lighting money on fire every week. But maybe we'll hit one a dollar in a dream. And uh, and what does that pay, Will? This week it's twenty three eighty one to one. Oh, nice! At least a buck. I mean, things got to turn around, guys. This is it. This is week eight. We're, we've we uh, we putzed around long enough. Seven mediocre weeks in a row. We have to have a strong finish. I think we're going to come out with a. Ba- I like and having Will in the studio. I feel like it changes the karma. Really I see something good happening up. this week. I, I have it's yeah. my producer staring right at me the whole time. It's really put the, <laughs> it turns the Just pressure up. My watch <laughs> and tried to hijack the show too. Anything uh, we want to plug? I'm going to plug the the restaurant, uh, the Saratoga restaurant, Danny Osteria. 
excellent, excellent restaurant. We were up there uh, this weekend for uh, Megan's birthday. We uh, we went. We've been there before. It's very hard to get a reservation. It's one of these restaurants. It's so good you can never get in. But we were able to get a reservation. Uh, you know, off season. It, it was so good. Delicious. It's so good. They it's said so if we good. want a reservation in August, we got to call in February. Which right? is why right. I don't right. understand why we're telling everybody about yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we should be <laughs> plugging it. That's right. Yeah. Well, anyway, that wasn't well thought out. The, but the, <laughs> Saratoga in off season is interesting. Like they don't have the horses, but it, it's like a college town up there. Which I didn't. You know, we're always up there in August. I guess when the, the college kids aren't around as much. But it was, yeah, it was also you know leaf, you have leaf peeping season up there. Yeah, we did yeah, some we, leaf peeping. Vermont is beautiful this time of year. If, if uh, you ever get an invite to uh, the Lesco Chateau up there, I would definitely. Uh, jump on that opportunity. We had a great, if it wasn't for football, it really would have been an enjoyable, <laughs> pleasant weekend. All right, I've got a couple of storytelling shows coming up, actually. A uh, friend of the show, Adam Wade, has a monthly show that takes place at the Magnet Theater in Manhattan. He's going to be away for November 2nd, and he foolishly has entrusted me to host the show. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> so uh, that's November 2nd, 6 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. You can buy tickets for that online. Big responsibility. And you're getting plugged in everywhere. Yeah, that's right. And then if you're in Hoboken or nearby, there's a big show on November 8th at the Mile Square Theater featuring Adam Wade and also myself and a bunch of other great storytellers. Uh, that's going to be a fun night. So come on out. The storytelling is, I've been to a few of these shows. I've seen Will tell a few stories. Will does a great job. Adam does a great job. And it's a it's a big scene. I mean, we had David Martin on. I yes. didn't know years ago about this storytelling scene, but it's 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 great. It's great entertainment. It's I'd say get out there and, and check out one of these shows. I guess I should also plug uh, Van Voorst Films, the company that makes this podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. That's, that's the, right. That, that, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Van Voorst Films. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mention the snafus this week. <laughs> a quick thanks to all the guests for coming out, uh, aborting the sinking ship. <laughs> I, I appreciate your guys' stick to itiveness. My brother, Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore. Of course. Thanks for having me. Will was on board. We got the Sports Equinox. Things are going to turn around. Count on it. Sports Equinox. Uh, Willie Bon Vivant Lesko. Yeah, back again. We'll see how we do. Thanks for the uh, weekend in Vermont. Great time. And uh, and our producer and and the champion of our uh, our accounts on DraftKings as he's keeping us afloat with Clegg's Corner, Will Clegg. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. You 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 can be you're, you're on the show and recording the show at the same time. Is that what's happening here? Yeah, I really hope it came out okay. This is amazing. <laughs> I have a question. If Will goes three and zero, is he back on next week? How's that going to work? I mean, I'm here every week, so <laughs> you have to come back on. I could just yell out the picks from the from where I'm good, recording. Good. Yeah. Oh, you could just give them to me. Oh, and I will, oh, I will wait. Make I, the I could have been doing that all along. That would have been helpful oh. uh, about five weeks ago. Sorry. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at pftypod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Voorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.